Podcast, the award-winning home theater podcast that's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I remember this week, Steve. That's all good, all good. Um, I'm a little, you know, I, 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 should we tell people then that we've been Oscar nominated? I'm not sure we should. It's no, awkward. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. Let's just let this is not figure. a Razzie. Yeah, exactly. So you just, I mean, I've, like, I was always raised, let people find out for themselves. No need to speak up, you know. And as John knows, at five years of podcasting, it's like, nobody knows we exist. You got to speak up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but I don't like to. Uh, yes, there's a lot of irony there that I don't like to speak of. Yes. <laughs> Tons of it. <laughs> oh, how's everybody doing this week? Doing good. Good. Can't complain. Yeah. How about you? I'm doing mm. good. I'm doing good. Glad to be sitting down and relaxing. And uh, we had a lot to get to today. Uh, I was talking. Uh, oh, see? Yes, you're right. Audio too low. Marcus, Beeb. Uh, is that is Marcus new? An audio um, too low? I think he might be. Yeah, although he's already insulting us. I mean, he's new. Yeah. What do you say and now? Yet, in addition to the, the, the sights, smells. the sounds, the scenes, the smells. How does he smells. know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm trying uh, sound. Let me look and see if there's anything I can do for my audio here. Input volume. That's that. Input levels. Um, I don't know. Does it, Does this go up when I do that? Does it, is it better now? That sounds a bit better. Yeah, that sounds Does a bit it? better, I think. Yeah. Okay. You sound a yeah. little, yeah, a little louder. louder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just because I'm, I'm going from my MacBook for this, uh, episode, but mm. yeah, yeah, that sounds a bit we'll better. See. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Um, let's see. Hopefully I don't click on something and shut the whole thing down now. <laughs> all right that hey, was great if anyone Click, is going to shut go. down here Deej if anyone's going to be shut down it's going to be me yeah I'm the one experiencing a storm outside at the moment um, storm. no tornado warning so John is definitely cooler yeah um, yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks Marcus so, Marcus well, says good Audio's, audio levels are good. So thank you, Marcus. Good. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking about that before we get on. I'm like, how am I audio? And John's like, you're a little low, but you're fine. I can hear you. And, but that's also coming from John, who's like as little of me as possible. So a little low is yeah, probably better. I, was say, I don't really want you to come <laughs> through all that well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to come through all that well. <laughs> For me, it's fine. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold up a sign when I need to talk, and I'll John's be good. Just looking at the calendar, going, "Can it be Wednesday, please?" Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so remind me next week. Don't ask John how he's doing. <laughs> That's how we find out. 
Uh, you got a storm going there, Steve? What kind of storm? Like just rain or you yeah, got just, just wind and rain? Yeah, yeah. We, this is the second storm we've had this week. Uh, we had one a couple of days ago, which caused some, you know, trouble. Nothing like, again, it's so quaint in English though, because your storms are cool. You have proper hurricanes and you know, tornado yeah, right. and ice storms and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas we get, you know, a little bit of a wind. It's still bad news and it still shuts the country down. Right. But, right. you know, you, ours are very quaint compared to yours. You know, everything's bigger in America and the storms are no exception. Did you hear that, John? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, well, well, That's perhaps not everything. over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why it, I yeah, say so in Texas, some, everything's bigger. Yeah, uh, that's why John wants to move to Italy. He's going to walk around going, "I'm an American." <laughs> Check me out. But um, but yeah, so so if you see me nervously glancing outside, it's because of the wind whacking against the side of the house, right? Um, and uh, if I if I put up an umbrella, you'll you know it'll be a Mary Poppins special, you know, just see me disappearing, <laughs> flying <Yeah. out. laughs> Bright side weather report. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, oh, Joe. Uh, so yeah, Joe's saying snow. Couldn't make a footprint in, and I was stuck at Heathrow for three days. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly, Joe. It, it, the the oh. slightest thing here shuts the country down for good. Um, it's embarrassing, frankly. And, and again, I mean, you, you guys say if you do come over, bearing in mind, I know in December on the East Coast, the snow is like, you know, like half, you know, it's tauntauns running around and bloody bumpers. <laughs> yeah. Whereas over here, we get an inch of snow and that's it. Country shut down. School's closed. You know, you don't have to go to work. It's just. That's it, like John down in Texas same here. too. Yeah. If yeah. we get, you know, oh, yeah. we had a hard freeze and it was 30 degrees, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's like, that's like balmy for a DJ yeah. right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like down legit. the whole city. They yeah. canceled school, everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So. Yeah, like legit here, finally. we It's been a while. Last year, we didn't get a lot of snow. Um, so we just had a, a good storm. Um, and we're, it's snowing out right now. Um, but it is nice to get down into the 20s and teens and experience that again. Because then when, you're right. When it goes to 30 degrees, I'm outside working and I've just got a sweatshirt on. I'm like, this is great, you know. <laughs> but if that's the lowest it goes, it's hard to handle. It's like an, you got to acclimate to it. And now I'm like, I was yeah. working today and I'm like, oh, nice. 31, 32 degrees. Look at that. Nothing's freezing. So, but, um, <laughs> um yeah. John, uh, yeah, John's saying about, uh, tell about the plane going to Dublin. Well, I know, I know there've been a number of plane problems, you know, issues with, with, with flights going to one place and ending up somewhere else entirely. Um, and they've been circling and then going back. There was a plane in the local airport here at Bristol airport, um, which is quite exposed, but it's only like a regional airport. You guys again, it'd be like, look, it's, it's like something out of World War II. Right. But for, for us, it's a regional airport. Okay. Right. And, um, and, and, uh, there was a plane it's that not took still three cratered, attempts to land from the war. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Spitfires at the side of the yeah. road. Ben Affleck and, uh, Josh Hartnett's on either side. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, uh, <laughs> there's a, um, yeah. And, and there was a plane that took three attempts to land and then gave up and then went to Stansted in London. Which I was going to say, how do you give up? Just crash? Well, one of my colleagues was telling me this. One of my colleagues said to me this morning, she was on a flight yesterday that where the, where the pilot missed the runway twice and went round. Um, and I said to her then, I said, well, either way you were coming down eventually, but she didn't think that was very funny. I did. She didn't. I mean, there's nothing scarier. I have been on a plane where the where the wheels touched down and then the mm. pilot went up and just just accelerated and went around again. Um, so yeah, it's pretty scary stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, we came back landing from, you know, sideways. Yeah, we came back from Florida um, oh, back in, had to be 99. Yeah, 99, the year Meg was born. We were coming back from Florida and in the winter, and we landed in Providence, Rhode Island in the snow. And the plane comes down and it like literally like, you know, fast and furious drifted sideways and the thing. And then it catches and kicks and goes back and we're like, and you're in your seat going like this back and forth. Right. And then the the pilot comes on while we're still going back and forth. The pilot comes on and goes, whoa, Nelly. (laughs) And everybody just started cracking up. And we're like, all right, as long as he's happy and having a good time, I guess we can too. (laughs) Put your arms up, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I thought you were going to say that the pilot came on and said, put your head between your knees and kiss your ass goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. No. Once you hear that, all right, I'm on the ground. (laughs) I'm good. Exactly. Yeah, quite. So, yeah, so John was saying, yeah, so the plane going to Dublin in Ireland Circled for three hours three and then went to Paris. So went to a different continent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just can't deal with it here. Just We just no. can't deal with yeah. it. Nope. Not used to it. Not used to it. Oh, three man. tries at landing and then gave up. I quit. I'm out. Where's my shoot? <laughs> yeah. Parachute. Yeah, just come out the side. That's not good. Our pilot just left. Oh. <laughs> well, there was some – again, my colleague was saying that they were flying back from Alicante in Spain. And they had to, they stopped at Gatwick, which is a London airport, and they stopped to change crew. And apparently the pilot said, we have to change crew because I've only been qualified for three months. And so they changed crew for that flight to take off and land at Bristol because of the weather. The pilot wasn't qualified enough, didn't have enough experience. <laughs> to land? I just, in well, not in, in, in heavy wind, you know, really strong wind because of the crosswinds. Jeez. I mean, it doesn't fill you with confidence, does it? No. no. I, yeah. I'll be like, I'll, I'll walk from here. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the ground. You're not getting me back up. Yeah. It's different <laughs> if your Uber driver has a learner's permit, I guess, because you never left the ground, yeah. but it's still not a good idea. Yeah. Oh, Although at least, at least in fairness, our plane doors stay on. So, there yeah, you go. You guys yeah. get. You guys have got extra air conditioning. Well, you got to keep things interesting, Steve. You just got you know keep <laughs> keep the passengers on their toes, you know. And now yeah, I can't yeah. wait. Like next time I fly, well, who would like to sit near the exit? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Why does it just sit on the wing? Uh, I heard one report. They found. I don't know if it's an iPhone commercial or what, but they found the phone that went out because they said uh, yeah, one iPhone went out. Yeah, and it it was fine. It didn't crack. Yeah. Whoa. It. But here's the thing. That once you, know you drop it, it doesn't matter how high you drop it from because it's a phone. It's going to come down. It, you could drop it from ten feet. You could drop it from a thousand feet. It's probably hitting the ground at the same speed because it's a little bang. You know, yeah, and they don't they don't crack. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know why, Dage? You know why? It was in airplane mode. There you go. <laughs> Oh man! See, people—they don't realize how long we rehearse these jokes. It's I know. crazy, yeah. and they and they come off so seamlessly. That was nice, really nice. And John with we, the, we nice casual the laugh. He nailed John nailed the laughter in the back of the, the laugh, laugh track yeah. down there. <laughs> All yeah, right, we'll, uh, we'll 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 credit Joe Coy with that one. Um. <laughs> uh, All right, I'm not amused, Steve. Any? Oh, no, no, let's um. How are you guys liking the uh it, the the new format on YouTube? 
I, I can mm. ask you guys or people in the chat, what do you guys think about it on YouTube about coming out? I mean, the live stream's the live stream. This is it. Catch it. I mean, you can always go back and listen to it. But now the section, you know, we're getting more comments from it. We're getting obviously more mm. views uh, per per thing and requests. Like, oh, did you see the one comment? Like, I don't care about this. With JFK. JFK. <laughs> like, oh, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I was like, geez. Feel oh. free to scroll on if you don't care about it. Yeah, it should have yeah. been. I'm pretty sure it's Arlington National Cemetery, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, no, all you mean is a film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, that's, uh, you know. I like that. I like what's going on there. And we'll get, like I said, we'll get more, con- you know, it sparked more interest. So that's pretty cool. Um, are you getting, are you, is it take a lot of work to then put them out though, DG? You're having to kind of do a lot of work to top and tail them and, and, and not put them so out, much now. Um, I, it, it, yes, it's a lot easier if I just, you know, format the show and just put it out in mm. one big chunk. But, um, I've got a workflow down. I just, I, I just save the show. And then when I want to do one, I go, whoop, whoop, I cut off the ends and I've got my, both my bookends on it and that's it. So it has the, I have an open okay. for it. I have a close for it. I just crop it, produce it and put it out. And yeah, it's, it's a little bit more difficult than doing nothing. but but you know it's i've got the workflow down now pretty good um the hardest part was filming that ending that i had to do for myself because i hated that again like uh don't worry i'm gonna get one from each of you guys too so that way it's not just me at our time (laughs) i can do it in spanish that's fine john john knows how much fun we have the outtakes of john trying to do uh the uh disclaimer yeah yeah, now it's with video, so <laughs> John's even like, better. I'm busy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm sick that day. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Steve, you want to go through the chat? How are we looking in there? Yeah, let me see. Yeah, it's I... okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a fair few. We've got the usual suspects. So Scruffy's in. Um, it yep. says let the party begin. Um, yeah, Steve at of course in the chat, yeah. just tapping his toes. I didn't realize we were that good at rhythm. Fair play. Yeah. Okay, right. So uh, Domin- Dominic's in. Van Gool's in. Paul Hurt is in. Um, says, hope we're all doing okay. We are indeed. Um, Joe rather uh, Joe Hertzel rather cryptically just puts up a clapperboard. I hope that yep. means sort of action um, rather than cut. But who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got Marcus, as I said, we think maybe new. Um, and uh, Mikey's dropped in. John's in. Um, and, uh, and Eddie Trochet's just Eddie. dropped in yep. with a very, very casual sup. 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 Sup, dude. That's, yeah, that's, from, so, that's uh, the obligatory all, yeah. sup from Big Bang Theory. It's all you, sup. It's all we're reduced to. Sup. 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 <laughs> sup. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got some, uh, comments from last week's Eddie's show last week. Got some comments from that, uh, or two weeks ago, I think. And then Ara's was today. Uh, yeah, people comment. I just got one, another one while we were sitting down about Iris today and us, us, uh, R and I, I, like I said, when I wrapped up with him, I go, I think R and I talked about stuff. Oh, Kevin, hi guys. First time catching you all live from Sweden. 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 Nice. Don't, don't, nice Kevin. Stage, don't do the accent. Don't start going. Oomish, no, that was a quote from a movie. That. Bork, bork, no, bork. That's right. There you go. That was a quote from a movie. That's not me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what movie was that's that? That's all the Swedish I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Ikea. 
Uh, <laughs> sorry, Kevin. Sorry, Kevin. We're not normally like this. I apologize. Yes, we are. <laughs> don't lie. Oh, yeah, right. okay, well, I say don't it lie. Is, <laughs> it's the first time catching us live. It didn't say it's the first time ever seeing three donkeys sitting on a bus bench. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining in, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Allow me to apologize. Sorry uh, to see you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, what was I just saying? I don't know. Oh, Ara and I, ta- Ara and I were talking. Um, we started reminiscing about like old, the old days of TV and everything. And I said, I said to Ara, I go, I swear to God, I go, this is stuff that we've never covered on this show before. <laughs> like just going back to like rabbit ears and, and talking about a few different things. So, and I've gotten comments from people already like, Oh my God, I remember that. So yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, John and Steve, you're too loud. Um, well, okay. So like always it's streaming, it'll be all cleaned up in the other audio. (laughs) So, um, I I don't turn my mic down, but no, I just, I leave everything the way it is now. Cause then when I go back later, if your audio levels change and now all of a sudden when I adjust it later, it ruins everything. So, Okay. We just, are where we are. I just start to, I'll just try to talk softer. Yeah, and like yeah. Steve's saying, or DJ's like too this. low or or this. So I'll work on mine from the other side later, but it's I'll uh, talk like this for the rest of the show. It's my Batman voice. John after dark. I'm Batman. I was gonna say. Yeah, so, there we go. Sexy John. <laughs> All right. We ready to get to our first uh our first experience of the week here? Sure. I think I just want to hear more from Sexy John. Yeah, right. Yeah, man, a lot smooth. That's it. There we go. We just left yeah, the no, mic open for him no, and he's got nothing. Brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. Oh man. See, see, it's 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 it's, it's very cool. Mildly arousing. Just saying. Mildly. I mean I do have a Coke can right here, Steve. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Uh you guys want me to give you a minute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ca- caffeine will kill you. A little, little pre-show a little joke. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say a little off-air in joke that we can't explain. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't want you to. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Oh, hello. Um, uh, yeah. Like, what? What'd I do? Uh, Paul's uh, more oh. double entendres. Um, so Paul Hurst says, oh, welcome to my world, TJ. It's often called pulling the knobs off. Yeah. There's, <laughs> no, there's no double That's a different there. term over yeah, here, nothing too. at all. <laughs> <laughs> we are a couple of knobs, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like watching a Nolan movie. So apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah all the Yeah, because it's not an Atmos. <laughs> uh, it says at the, tra- at the end of the show, then the thing, not, not in Atmos. So. Oh, man. All right. Let's get to our uh, first experience here. And we're going to wrap up with our... uh, We finally got uh, the final episode of Reacher Season 2. And that's Episode 8 and uh, on Amazon Prime. So, um, yeah. What did you guys... What did you guys think of this? Now that the season's all wrapped up and everything and... What did you think of this season? Yeah, John, you want to jump yeah, in? Yeah, I, I mean, I dug it. <laughs> I mean, I like, you know, I mean, we, we had talked about the first seven episodes last week. So yeah. something pretty 
pretty bad would have had to happen in the finale to change my opinion of it. Um, but I thought, yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoyed the season. I still think I liked um, this a little better than season one, um, even though, you know, I enjoyed both of them. Um, you know, like we mentioned before, home theater wise, I don't think this was anything to write home about necessarily, mm-hmm. but um uh, you know, and I do have a comment, but I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil anything oh. for, for people that might get irritated by spoilers. But um, I felt like there was a little dead weight at the end of episode eight. <laughs> I don't know. But hmm. um, interesting. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at okay. that. Okay. All right. I, I, I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. I, I'm with John in terms of it's, it. I, I think it's about the same as, as season one, but for different reasons. You know, I like season one because it was all new and they kind of the way they did it. Season two, I really liked because they changed the dynamic. So he's got his mm. team. They're shooting season three at the moment, by the way. And it has been confirmed that it's going back to Reacher, not just on his own, but properly right. alone, apparently. Right. So they, 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 they are trying to, you know, mess around with it because in season one, he has a couple of people helping him, doesn't he? And then two, obviously he's with the team and three, he is on his own. So I am, mm-hmm. so I am reliably informed, um, but no, I, I thought it was great. I, 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 there's not much more I could want from this other than better AV quality, um, but it doesn't mean it was bad. It's just not what we're used to from some of the other streamers. Um, but it's a great series. It's great fun, and as we've said, look, with the, let's hope that these guys will just keep doing this because it's it's also easy to watch. You don't have to pay rigid attention to everything going on. You can just sit down, relax, and just kind of let it go. And that's that's TV that's a little bit lacking these days, I think, sometimes. You know, the, the, so many of these shows, you've got to pay attention and not take your eyes off the screen. Whereas this, I think, just kind of you let it wash over you and wallow in it a bit. And uh, and, and I, so I really enjoyed that. Um, and, and I think and episode eight compa- had a bit more of what you thought was lacking in the first seven episodes, Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, quite, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was, uh, and I agree with you at the, at the end. It was a little bit of a strange. It had a Return of the King style <laughs> yeah. ending. We yeah. had kind of different things, which was a bit strange. I was waiting for the credits to roll, and it'd be uh, three months later. Uh, right. Yeah, this, what, this is what happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of them went off and found a Disneyland, and the other one then joined <laughs> a convent, and, and there was a little bit of you know, kind of how how that went. But you know, yeah. no, it was great, and uh, so yeah, really enjoyed it. What about you, Deej? Loved it. Um, and mm. I, I think all the times we talked about it before, I was saying that I love this. I liked it. I was with John and I liked this season more than season one. And, um, I can say, at least in my own opinion, uh, I think that was recency biased because mm. I, I had so much fun with this that I went back and, uh, I watched season. I've got, one and a half episodes left of season one, I grabbed on um, on uh, Kaleidoscape. I grabbed Reacher season one on Kaleidoscape. It's only in HD with DTS Master Audio 5.1. And oh my God, it's if you get the opportunity to, to get the disc and you really like this season... You want to support physical media? Get mm-hmm. this. I don't care if it's, I mean, the disc might come out in 4K. I don't know, but this in HD blows away the Amazon Prime 4K with Atmos because, I mean, we all know that the audio is compressed. 
right? It's right. so like that's Atmos, but it's not. It's not. It's just it's compressed sound. It's not. I don't care what label you put on it. The DTS Master Audio on this is just it, it takes it to another level. Is the gunshots, one on everything. Disc? I think it is. Yeah, it's on. It's on. It's on 4K over there. On, is it? On, it's a, you actually, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, didn't we have this conversation before? Wasn't it Nelson? Maybe we did. Uh, uh, Jack it, Ryan Nelson. Oh, they were saying somebody was oh. saying it was coming out, but yeah, I couldn't find yeah. anything. Yeah, um, think, Jack Ryan. Is. The Jack Ryan series is out. Um, yeah, but this Nelson in, said he bought it. Oh, HD. sure, there it is. Yeah, um, Dom, yeah. Dominic is saying in the chat that season one came out on four t- 4K. Yeah, I, know. yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't need it. I mean, it looked so good in HD, and it looked and it sounded so good. I was just like, wow. And I, I just binge watched the entire thing, and the storyline in that, I was like, oh, I don't know if it's, I think there's a little bit more exposition in the first one. Cause we don't know, you know, if you're just coming new to the character. Um, but there's some background stuff mm. there having gone through season one. I mean, season two now that comes up in season two where he talks about his team. He talks about the, you know, it's really, really good. So I, I can't wait for season two to come out again so that I can, I'll probably binge watch that. Because, like you said, Steve, it's 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 an easy watch, mm. but if you want to put in, if you want to invest the attention to it, there's a lot to take from it. Because there's, as they say, a bunch of times in season one, not so much in season two, but you know, in an investigation, the details matter, and they say that like five <laughs> times throughout the season. The other one I like in season one is like, um, it's a weak mind that curses. They keep saying it through the season because that one character is, you know, he just doesn't swear. It's pretty funny. And I like that because, you know, anyways. But, yeah, uh, season one was really good. Uh, but, yeah, if it's out on 4K, uh, Dom was saying he bought it. Um, yes, yeah, 28 bucks on Amazon. So it's not bad. Yeah, not bad season. at all. Yeah, yeah considering um, – so- so, so Kevin hasn't uh, immediately left the chat after our terrible Swedish uh, attempt. So that's good news. So, <laughs> Kevin, so Kevin says, do you like procedural shows, Steve, contained within an episode with an overarching story spanning the season? Yes, generally, depending on the show and the story. But where I have a problem, Kevin, is because I'm a lawyer, if it's criminal stuff, then that's when I struggle. So I can't watch police procedurals because I just get, you know, I irritate the living hell out of anybody within a mile radius of me, right. uh, especially if it's English stuff. Because or I'm just filmed like, well, in Spain. Happen. Well, yeah. that too. <laughs> that too. Although that's not a procedural. <laughs> um, they, well, but, are they uh, not yeah, allowed so to I, film procedurals in Spain? <laughs> well, they, they can, but they just, they, they can, but just don't call it Afghanistan. Right. <laughs> or anywhere Spain, else that fine. isn't Spain. <laughs> yeah, well, indeed, indeed. I mean, look, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Last Crusade, all shot in Spain. The, the whole part, last part of that is in Almeria. Um, but, you know, and I do have some issues with that. <laughs> but not as bad as The Covenant, which, like I said, if it had had my house in it, couldn't have been any more obviously Spain. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, is there any, anything left on uh, Reacher from Reacher nope. season two? Season one is already out physically, so grab that. Um, if you like to see, I mean, if you like the uh, if you like the character in these shows, I think they did a great job with the show. So, all right. Um, yeah. 
Let's see. What do we have next year coming up? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, this should be quick. Um, it, to take a, take a turn from my buddy John there. So mm-hmm. here we go. Oh. Role play. John talked about it last week and, uh, I went and I, I think I watched this right after the show. So another Amazon original role play, Kaylee Coco. And uh, what is it, David Ilo? Oh, yellow Oh, yellow Yellow Yeah, he's an English chap. Yeah, he's a British guy. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Every, everything that uh, John said last week is pretty much right on. Like, it, it was fun. I didn't think it was as fun as Family Plan, though. I thought I thought Family Plan was better, uh, the movie movie-wise. Um, I think it was trying to lean a little more comedy than role play was, though. Like Family Plan was supposed to be a little more fun than role play was. Okay, but I, I think I, I mean, in yeah, my opinion, but you, you know, know what I, I didn't? What I found like I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong; it's like I enjoyed it. I thought the home theater experience was Amazon original. You know, it's like, I mean, it's, it wasn't really anything to write home about. It it was, but I felt like to your point, John, it's like, if they, like, if it wasn't as much comedy and they were going for action, I feel like they missed on that too. Hmm. Like, I didn't feel like I was like, oh, wow, this is a great action movie. It's just like, this was kind of like, it was a fun time. I went down just to watch the beginning of it. And I, I told Jen, I'm like, I'll see if it's something that maybe you'll watch with me. And because I felt like I, she would have enjoyed family plan, but I didn't think she would. So I just watched the whole thing and I'm like, ah, but this one here, I was like, no, you wouldn't like that one either. And I didn't, I felt like it kind of missed on both marks. It didn't have the comedy of family plan in it, but it had about the same amount of action. I didn't, did you, do you think it had more action than family plan? Not necessarily. Like, believe me, I'm not coming to its defense. I'm, I was just saying that I think family plan was geared to be more fun than this was, whether this hit the mark or not. You know what I'm saying? Um, this was supposed to be a little bit more serious, you know, you know, and again, whether it, whether it succeeded or not is, you know, I guess what we're talking about, but although it does say comedy action, right, right there on the description, it, yeah. now that I'm looking at it. But I mean, like I said, I didn't love it. I liked it. I thought it was yeah. fun. Um, you know, like you said, the home theater, other than the, like I said, the last 20, 25 minutes or so, I thought the home theater part of it yes. was a lot better. You know, all that stuff in the, well, you know, I don't want to yeah, say. Yeah, don't give it away, but yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say, but you know, you heard a lot more. <laughs> engagement from all your speakers let's put it that way there was some nice Um, echoing going on some nice placement around the room in that final scene but to be honest with you it's like all the way through the movie i was like oh okay it's there wasn't really much then when we got to the final scene it's like now i can hear your voice in my head going oh this is that final scene so i kind of was like because it was good but it wasn't it still wasn't like the entire movie itself was, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was fun. If you have nothing else to watch and nothing else to do, I mean, definitely, right. You know, I mean, and this could definitely be watched on, you know, a non home theater yeah. system. You know, you could watch this in your bedroom. You, I mean, you can watch it anywhere because the 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 ending isn't enough to make it right worth having to like fire all your gear up just to watch this movie, but um. But you know, like I said, it it's it 
it was enjoyable. Like I said, I, I don't know yeah. that I'll watch it again, but no. I, I thought it was okay. it's kind of forgettable. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. And I, see, I, I'm going to come at it from the opposite approach. If you're looking for something to watch, it's fun and easy to watch. You know, just it's it's under two hours, barely. And and you're in your theater, then it is enhanced by that. But I think if you just watch this in your living room, you'd be like, eh, okay, it's even even lesser to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, because I was like trying to find all the home theater parts in this, and eh, okay, so, but but yeah, it's family plans definitely better, definitely better. Uh, so, all right, that will do it for that one. Uh, let's see. The next one we have. Oh, this one I can't wait to hear about from you, John. So, oh, yeah. Well, me either. But what is it? Oh, <laughs> well, this will be fairly quick just because this was in the theater. Um, but this is the beekeeper, the new Jason Statham. Um, yeah. Action Jason thriller. Statham. Jason Statham. <laughs> action thriller um so yeah we went to the theater to see this on saturday um this is if you've seen the trailers for this is exactly what you expect it to be from a jason statham movie (laughs) this is super silly and hokey but just tremendously fun if you like jason statham and what he does in in his movies um it's that same old one guy plows through 900 people without, without a scratch. But, um, but yeah, um, this will be depending on who puts it. I'm not sure what studio is going to put this out on disc, but I mean, this should be a fun disc. Um, the home theater experience should be pretty good, um, because it has all the, all the stuff, all the explosions and the guns and the cars and, you know, everything you'd want from, um, you know, like a home theater experience. Um, yeah. so it should be fun. Um, I don't, I wouldn't rush out to the theater to go see it. Um, you know, my wife and I had, we had Saturday off. We wanted to go to the movies. There wasn't a whole lot playing. <laughs> and, um, you know, so I, I don't know that I would have rushed out to see this on, you know, if there was a packed theater full of good movies. Um, but when it comes home, definitely check it out and it should be a good disc. Um, and you know, like I said, it is all the Jason Statham action that you could want. So <laughs> yeah, that's a, what I was it's waiting. A David yeah. Ayer movie. Yeah. yeah. It's a David yeah. Ayer movie. Yeah. Isn't it? So, you know, he, um, I mean, we know from Fury and, and movies like that, that he can put a decent, um, film together when he wants to. Right. Um, and, uh, I feel like he needs a bit of love after the poor suicide squad. Yeah. And it's, he's been going through. the concept is interesting. <laughs> um, but you know, nothing super original, just, you know, covert government program that nobody knows about, <laughs> you know, um, training people to do things. So um, called the beekeepers called his bee- hobby. Is yep. Keeping. Right. And of course, you know, he has to be a beekeeper on top of it, you know, just to be completely on the nose. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so, so uh, I, obviously wait, without any, at home, but, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. With, without any spoilers, uh, John, does it have a sting in the tail? <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh boy. Don't tell me to buzz off, Deej. Oh God. <laughs> Um, how is this doing 
Is it something that we may be it getting was number, sooner rather than later? <laughs> it was number two at the box office on its opening weekend, and I think it did about six and a half million dollars. So okay. that yeah, is not great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, John says, um, and if someone would like part two coming in 2026. Well, this definitely yeah. feels like a franchise for him. Like oh, this okay. is something, you know, like, again, because it's, you know, something like John Wick or I, I don't want to mm. say James Bond because James Bond is infinitely better. But I mean, it's a it's a premise <laughs> and a character that could just go on. You know, right. as long as they want it to, like Reacher, or as long as they want yeah. to keep doing Reacher, they'll keep doing them. This is Reacher, the same thing. Jack Ryan, you know, James um, Bond. Is that world? That must be worldwide, John. I think um, <laughs> yeah. million. Yeah, so because, like, yeah, I think they dollars. said, I think they said here in the U.S. it was about six and a half million. So yeah. Oh, sorry, Mr. Okay. Oh, 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 see, 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 they're all getting in on the act now. Don't <laughs> we have a buzz about oh, part boy. two? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. a buzz. Yeah. There it's you go. A long night. <laughs> what is it, Beekeeper 2, the hive? What's it going to be? It's going to have to be. You know, <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. All right, honey, what's next? Um, <laughs> oh, we see. Oh, see. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll call the second one the raid. Oh, anyway, never mind. <laughs> oh, I got to get it off the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pull that down. <laughs> um no, actually, I I was waiting to hear what you thought of it. I was going to text you and see if I should run out and get it, but I, it is one that I I just off of the trailers and stuff. It is one that I was looking at it, waiting to get at home because I oh, yeah, feel like yeah. it's going to be a great experience at home just off of the trailers. And it will you know. be, yeah. Like I said, I think it will be. It, it should be as long as the disc is done well, and they all seem to be these days. It's a rare disc that is done poorly, you know. Yeah, well, like, especially with new movies. Have- I mean, most of the Problems people have with discs these days are rest- restorations of older movies. Anything that's new is generally pretty solid, so yeah. it should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Steve, you ready for your uh, for this? Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The question is, go. are I'm... you ready for this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I've been wanting to hear about this, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, this is Saltburn on Amazon Prime. Let me apologize first, guys, for the awfulness of that picture. That is a picture taken from the living room TV, not the theater room, because I watched it in the living room. And after having spent two and a bit hours, I, it was late. And I thought, I'm just going to get a picture from that. So apologies for that awful photo. Oh, it looks good. <laughs> looks good. Oh, man. Look at all the, look at up by the top right corner. Look at all the sort of the fizzing and stuff around yeah. the Prime logo. That's yeah, dreadful. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> what did about we say that. earlier about about images on uh, that we display? It doesn't really matter because who knows what they're seeing on their side, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's so just a representation so, so people can find it for themselves. Oh, well, there you go. That, and the audio so only people they don't care either way. <laughs> right, that, that is true. That is true. But they will care that I say salt burn, so they know what I'm oh. talking about. <laughs> yes, yes, they will. So, Had you not said yeah. it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Maybe he did. Oh, I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> um, so, okay. Now, let's see. Um, I'm going to be very careful here because anyone called Geordie listening into this will will have some sort of conniption fit. So um, let me just say, Geordie, or anyone called Geordie, or anyone that is bothered about any spoilers of any kind, then skip ahead or pause and see the film and come back later. Um, because to set this up and explain what this is, 
I've got to lightly spoil the the story. I'm not going to give away any of the real serious stuff. Oh, and there is a warning coming, Deej. I know you don't like them, but there is a slight warning for good reason coming. So um, this is a movie that is um, – uh, you've got Barry Keoghan is, I think, how he says his name, um, who is everywhere at the moment. Yeah. Um, and and uh, he is a chap who is um, appears to be working class. He is on his sort of um, uppers and he ends up in Oxford. And he goes to Oxford and whilst he is there, he is exposed to all of the toffs, the very poshest of people, um, and he wants to be one of them. And they think he's a bit of a curiosity. So they decide to sort of take him under their wing. And one particular person called Felix does that um, and invites him to his family pile in the country. Um, and that is called Saltburn. Well, there you go. That's where you get the name from. Um, and then it, it and from there, um, it is a sort of thriller, drama, bit of both. Um, and this is directed by the same director of Promising Young Woman. Um, which was a fantastic film from uh, a couple of years back. Um, and so, yeah, so that's kind of what happens. And things aren't kind of quite what they seem. Things develop um, and it goes from there. Two hours and 12 minutes and it is never less than riveting. You you won't oh. be able to take your eyes off the screen. However, and here is the, the – I'm being careful, John, what I do, not not – as in John Thompson, I'm careful what I say. Even putting that up is is probably more than I should say. Um, so it it yeah, and so from there the story develops. I have to warn you guys though. Okay, I've, I've got to. I can't in 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 good conscience. The that you're going to warn so. us about? No, well, no, no. That's that is there as well. Um, <laughs> you'll never listen to Sophie Ellis Baxter's "Murder on the Dance Floor" the same way again. That is for sure. Um, but there are a couple of scenes in this. Bear in mind that I am a horror junkie and I've seen movies like Terrifier 1 and 2, which I think show stuff that, that has never been seen on the screen before. And there are some a couple of sequences in this where I felt physically sick. And on one of them, had it gone on any longer, I would have, been, I would have vomited. Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying what it is, but I think you need to know because I, what I don't want in good conscience is anyone watching this over dinner. Right. You watch this over dinner and you're going to be seeing it again. Not the film, your dinner. <laughs> dinner. <laughs> All right. And that's not the kind of repeat viewing you want. No, no. So, um, yeah. So I go into this knowing that, um, wow. and then, and, and I'm not saying what or how or when, but just, yeah, that's just, good. just beware. Yeah. Anyway, um, but it's riveting. And the person I saw it with was riveted, who is famous for falling asleep during movies. Um, and, and they watched it and really enjoyed it. And then, and the rest of the night and the following day, we were talking about, is it this? Is it that? What was the meaning? Mm. What was the mm. character doing? Why were they? And that's the mark of a, of a, of a solid movie. It's not a home theater film for me because it's in one, three, three as well, which is odd. So four, three ratio. Mm. It's a, so you've got bars at the side for those who aren't initiated, although I'm sure everyone listening is. Um, so you've got bars at the side and I don't quite know why that is. It's an odd decision to make. Um, but it's not a theater film. It's not going to have any, you know, massive audio stuff. There's no action beats in it. Um, it's a it's a drama um, and a thriller all kind of rolled into one. So you can watch this in the front room as I did and still enjoy it with, with a TV um, tray and experience you know, it. Yeah, well, yeah, no, no, it was definitely dinner. after dinner. 
Yeah, don't, don't do it. And John, John, do not use do this on a Sunday evening. Whatever you do, yeah, yeah, you have been warned. I'm trying to decide if I should watch it with my wife or if I should just watch it by myself. Oh man, I, I John, honestly, mate, I, I, I maybe we'll chat, to watch maybe it chat for all. a second afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I want it. Well, just, I'm now. I'm more intrigued than ever now. I know yeah. it turns. I mean, you I think it's a, <laughs> it's a film that needs to be seen. I mean, on, I, I give the warning because I got warned. My friend that saw this and was recommending this to me, he's like, "You've got to see it, Steve." And he's like, "But," <laughs> um, and even the director has been talking about certain scenes, you know, in, in interviews before the film's release. So even she knows it's pushing yeah. it a bit. Um, but I do recommend you see it. Um, yeah, I think my yeah, I think John, you're probably right. Watch it on your own first, yeah. and see whether you're going to want to watch it on the other half. Yeah, because <laughs> it it does go into places that you you know would be uncomfortable potentially. So anyway, I won't say any more about it. But I okay. I was entertained in as much as I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Um, and again, the person I saw it with did not fall asleep, so that's good news as well. Um, that's a mark of quality right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, what is interesting though is over here. It has been a bit of an awards kind of um, contender. And yet the Oscars look like they've overlooked it. I didn't see any Oscar love for this at all in the in the nominations today. So they've kind of overlooked it. But I'll bet you it'll be a big deal come the BAFTAs. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. And, and I think he won some Golden Globes as well, didn't he, Barry Cohen? Kyogen? I think so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, rightly so. I mean, the performance is incredible. So, yeah, I recommend it. Um, with some reservations, <laughs> not dinner reservations. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hear me now. Believe me after you've seen it, guys. Hey, hear me now. Listen to hear me. Hear me later. now. Listen to me later. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hear me now. Oh. <laughs> so All there right. we go. <laughs> All right, we got a couple uh, from in the chat. From uh, going back to Beekeeper, <laughs> got, I have no intention. I have no intention of spending money to see this. That's Paul Hurt right. and yeah. Chris. Not to be outdone, uh, people weren't swarming to the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, people work and, really uh, hard on their puns, and we have to, you know, I gotta <laughs> at least get those in there. Uh, Kevin's oh. got a question here in the chat. Uh, says, Kevin says, How does Dolby Atmos work when their intention is to reduce the viewable area and sound? Am I asking the wrong question? Possibly. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that exactly. Mm, like, yeah, because because the, the the video is is is. Um, is it I mean, in Atmos, Steve? Did you say it was in um, Atmos? It, not that, I, not that I'm was, aware of. I don't it, think well, so. you're, yeah, the image you had up there said Dolby Atmos. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't see it in Atmos, so I have to admit I watched it again in, in uh, oh, oh, yeah. That's it. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine you need to see it in Atmos. I, I mean, if it is in Atmos, it, there's very little, if anything, right. in there that's going to make that a necessity. But just because they, they, they may, have a restricted viewing area by the 133 does not mean it, that the, the, the right. video has been truncated. I mean, it was designed to be seen that way. Right. Um, and so the audio does not, is not dependent on the video. Um, right. I mean, look at the lighthouse. I mean, that one again is in Snyder 133. Cut. Yeah, exactly. That, and, and those are thunderous audio tracks, yeah. I mean, especially lighthouse, nice. which, you know, makes the, makes yeah. the room move. I mean, that, that Island is alive in that. In fact, we yeah. talked with Carl Ellsworth about that, didn't we? Yep. Um, and so, um, yeah, so I don't, so one does not necessarily mean the other. Um, right. you, you, you know, does it cause, you know, I mean, I've seen, um, 240 movies where the sound is, is not great. You know, it's not so, so right. I don't, one does not necessitate the other or doesn't impact on the other for me. 
In actuality, if you think about it that way, though, like you said, like if you go to a 240 perspective, it's almost like you're shrinking the height mm-hmm. of the screen. So what do you need overheads for? Right. But if you go to a, a one, a one, yeah. three, three, you're now you have a taller screen and that's where your heights would, because that, that's why, you know, Zack Snyder went to the Snyder cut. He's like, superheroes are meant to be larger than life and tall. So like you're looking mm-hmm. up and the idea of an IMAX is to be a taller, taller screen. That's a one, three, three is meant to be taller. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people now we look at one, three, three as being like, Oh, well, that's, you know, it's, it's a, that's a smaller screen because you're taking either your 16 by nine or if you have a cinemascope screen and you shrink it, now you're really making it small. But these, like when you go narrow, you're supposed to be going up, right? It's supposed to be a bigger screen. That's what like an IMAX did. And that's what they do in like when you watch Oppenheimer in an IMAX theater, you get the strat, you get the cinemascope. So it goes all the way across. But then when they go big, it's like, whoa, look at everything's way up there. So that's where you get your viewable area and then your Atmos sound or whatever sound you have is your envelopment around you. It's not really dictated by the size of the screen or anything like that. And I mean, going back to when John and I started out, we would go in for the biggest audio sound we could get. And we're watching on a 32 inch television. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen to that sound. We're like, and you're squinting to see the yeah. TV across the room. <laughs> <laughs> so um I don't think you asked the wrong question it's just it was just like how do we I, I don't think the intention of a, you know the viewable area has anything to do with the the envelopment of the sound around you but yeah um well, just going to go just bring up Dominic once a minute cuz so okay. Dominic says Steve since you like horror movies did you grab the second sight 4K disc of the French movie High Tension um Ooh. love it here's one of, yeah. yeah this would be this one then <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had Which that arrived on our today, Twitter today, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I've, I've only seen it once, a long time ago, so I'm very much looking forward to that, uh, Dominic. So stay tuned to a future podcast for a review of that. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, here we go. Oh, I'm kind of excited for this one. This was, uh, I think, maybe. Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom dropped this morning. What a surprise. Uh, on Kaleidoscape, uh, 4K, HDR, Dolby Atmos, the whole nine yards. Uh, and it has, it has it all. I had, I was, I was so excited to see this this morning. And it's like, it, what, a month since it came out? I mean, it, it dropped yeah. in theaters a month ago and I had fun at the theater with it. Uh, and it was, it's on, like I said, it's on Kaleidoscape now. It's at thirty nine ninety nine, and I was like, "Yeah, it's it's out. It's it's high because it's still in theaters, so that's that premium view." But you you own it, and I get it right away. And I was so happy to do it. Um, it's so much fun, and it's. It, I haven't watched the entire thing yet. I haven't had all day to watch it, but I've I've watched probably seventy five percent of it, and it's in one seven one seventy eight aspect ratio so it's your giant i i was so excited to see that um the original aquaman is in its variable aspect ratio even on kaleidoscape yeah. mm-hmm. and i didn't like that i was like i when i first got my kaleidoscape i was i thought they didn't do that when i first got it and i was excited just to be because I, I in that movie i didn't like it going back and forth 
Um, and so when this one started out right from jump, the credits at the opening of this underwater, everything, it's so nice. It's the base is really good. The picture is really good. The uh, opening sequence when he's battling and he's got the, you know, he's got his Aquaman costume on now. Spoilers. It is part two. So he's got his full costume, but he comes into a dark room, but the glow of his costume looks awesome. It's just, I was like, and it is like larger than life on the screen, everything about, and it, I mean, it's Jason Momoa. He's, you meet him in person. He's larger than life. The guy's enormous. (laughs) Um, but some of the scene, like, um, who's, who plays his brother? What's his name? Uh, Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Him in this. And I remember seeing in the theater and it's like, they had that one shot of him. It's clearly CGI of him being huge. But then the rest of it is, it's clearly the suit. The muscles are in the suit and everything. But there's a, there's a, there's a running joke in the movie. Get it? Ba-doom-ching. Uh, you'll get it if you don't get it when you see it. It's so funny, but it's, it, there, I had so much fun with this movie and it is a, if you had fun with it, if you had fun with the first one and you haven't seen this one and you like home theater, I think it's definitely worth the buy when this drops on 4K because it, it was really, really good HDR. I'm, it's too early in the year to say it's, you know, home theater experience of the year. It definitely isn't going to be, but it is, it is so, so far. much fun. It, it's so far. Yeah, I know. Um, 23 days in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but it is really, really good. Um, home theater wise, it is really good. And, and John, you like this in the theater. It's fun. Yeah. I liked it. So I'm going to buy it. it. I mean, I'm going to yeah. buy it number one because I'm a completionist and I have all the others. Yeah. But, but I'm going to buy it. I would buy it anyways because I did enjoy it. It's hmm. again, it's goofy. You know, it, yeah. But it was fun, and it's clearly like, from, a movie from a movie like this. That's all I want. You know, right. I'm not looking for Oppenheimer when I watch right. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. You know, I mean, right. I just want it to be fun. I want some good fight scenes. Um, I want some good, you know, CGI or you know, the all CGI that's, is all I want, you know so good. Yeah, there's it's really good. Some of the scenes I was watching, like there's a there's a particular jungle scene where he's running. And there's a lot going on. It's all CGI'd. It's indistinguishable. It is not like the old, like green screen or anything. I mean, it is just, it's vibrant. It's beautiful. I mean, the deep blacks, the shadows, the, this, that, the color, the lights, the sky, everything. And he's running and I'm looking, I'm like, it just looks so good. But I mean, the entire screen might be fake. So, I mean, it's easy to blend when the whole thing's fake, you know, but it looks so good. It looks so good. Um, and like I said, the audio, nice deep bass, uh, the, the remote, you know, lit up a couple of times. It's, it's a lot, a lot of fun. Have you seen this yet, Steve? Or no? No, I, I was, I was going to go to the theater and see it, but the, the, the person that I thought might want to see it was like, no. <laughs> really? So I oh, I just let it kind of go. Well, because all the buzz was bad and, you know, everything coming out about it was, it's ruined. bad, it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. Well, I know, but when you're trying to coax someone to the theater, yeah, yeah. Want to go, right. then you, you know, if they read this, then they're like, well, why would I drag myself out to see yeah. it? So it's fine. I'll buy the 4K disc when it comes out. I'll, I'll watch that. I mean, I've got the first one. I famously really didn't like the first one the first time <laughs> I saw it in theaters. I hated it. The first time I saw it in cinemas, but then when I rewatched the 4K disc, I, it was okay. 
Um, so I'll, 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 I'll buy this to, again. He upgraded it to yeah, give it a go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is pretty good from hated it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's high praise. Yeah. yeah so that's, uh, that's moving on fingers up. crossed for midway. Uh, yeah, well, I do need to see that again. I genuinely do. Yeah. Although, you know, we've got masters of the air coming on Friday and that's, yes. oh, I cannot wait I know. for that. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Man. Um, the other thing that, uh, John, you can comment on this too, because you, I think you share my opinion on this. The fact that we got an Aquaman movie at all, he yeah. was like the joke of comics, period. Like nobody, I mean, growing up, it was like the poor guy had to jump in the plane with Wonder Woman on Super Friends. Like he had no ability to do anything unless you're in the ocean and we did nothing in the ocean. So like, yeah. Why do we have a superhero in the ocean? Nothing. Yeah, he's the butt there. of every joke. But, oh yeah. But and the funny thing is, do you did y'all watch Entourage on HBO? No. Back when it was out, like I don't know, twenty years ago or so. I mean, the big joke there was that the main character was an actor, and they were, you know, they were filming an Aquaman movie. Like, and everybody oh. was was joking about, like, you know, that they would never make a live action big budget Aquaman movie and right. you know, here we are. So, um, yeah. But yeah. But yeah. The fact that we, get, well, a lot of these things, right? Like yeah. whoever thought we'd get guardians of the galaxy or, right. You know, Aquaman or, you know, whatever, but, but I mean, Aquaman more than any of them, because I mean, nobody was actively making fun of the guardians of the galaxy. I mean, Aquaman has right. been a joke since, <laughs> you know, as long as I've been alive anyway. Yeah. So. Great. You could talk to fishes. What does that do right. for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you think Aliens there was a lot of crime attacking underwater? New York City. <laughs> Call a goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, and that to me is like, it is, a, and Jason Momoa is just the right character, the right person in real right. life to bring the life to this because he's so enthusiastic about it. How do you not like the guy? And like, in, in the same way, like in the first movie and his, you know, his press tour on it, you're like, how do you not like that guy? He's right. just so much fun. So, and that, and that's like the, and the fun with this movie is clearly they knew when they were, when they started this making any production or whatever with this movie, like this is the last of the DCEU. All right. <laughs> so we can't fail. Well, I don't know if they knew that when they started one. making it, but, but they, <laughs> they clearly knew by the yeah. time they were done making it. <laughs> oh my God. It's um, yeah. Yeah. So they just had so much fun with it and they like pointed fingers at themselves. They pointed fingers at their, it's just, just a lot of fun. So, um, um so yeah, let me just, uh, go ahead. Just address this. Um, yes, Steve, no hope for the fifth element. No, 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 no. There will be no rewatching of that. Yes, but no. <laughs> Just so we got that clear. Yeah, yeah, but no, but. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, moving on quickly. Uh, John, can't wait to see what mm. you think about this, buddy. Here we go. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm the last person in, in the world to see the Barbie movie. <laughs> um, but I finally <laughs> sat down and watched it because I picked up the disc on sale. Um last week and um yeah so this was the 4k disc um dolby vision dolby atmos all the good stuff um you know i had obviously heard a lot about this movie so i had some high expectations for it um and i was not disappointed i actually really liked it um even though i knew a lot of people were talking about how good it was i didn't really mm. know 
much about it. <laughs> and so I didn't feel like I was, um, had it spoiled. It, I, nothing was spoiled for me, I guess is what I'm trying to say, uh, through watching it. Uh, cause it wasn't exactly what I expected. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great time. I like, I really liked it. It was super fun. Um, disc wise, I thought the, um, visuals on this were stunning. Like I thought this yeah. is a great, great disc. Um, you know, obviously it's Warner's. So, you know, they put out, they put out good stuff. Um, but I mean, razor sharp, um, super colorful, especially when you're in Barbie world there. I mean, everything looks awesome. And, and like how fun was like, there was so much fun kind of seeing, you know, obviously I didn't play with Barbie, but my sister had a lot of this stuff around the house. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember just seeing all of these. I feel like uh, that's what every guy says. They have to open with a disclaimer. <laughs> I didn't do this. I just well, witnessed it. I mean, I'd like to confer with my lawer. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, can we just have a chat? comment? But yeah, you know, just kind of seeing all this stuff and kind of like the, the failed and the discontinued models and things like that, that got brought yeah. up a few times throughout the movie were a lot of fun. Um, audio wise, like I thought it was serviceable. It, I, I didn't think it was anything super yeah. special because again, bad. this movie wasn't trying to do anything. Atmos wise, really, you know, right. I mean, there's some, there's definitely some Atmos there. There's some, you know, crowd effects and things where you can hear your speakers coming. Um, but this is not a, you know, an action movie in any sense. Um, so the audio was fine, but this really shines as the video. Like this yeah. thing looked gorgeous. Um, and I thought both of them did were fantastic. I can't think of any two better people to play Barbie and Ken. Um, than than the two that they have. I mean, they're perfect. Well, the, for the two role. main Barbie and Ken. Well, true, there were true, many true. Because there's a lot of Barbies <laughs> and there's a lot of Kens. But Margot Robbie and um, oh my God, Ryan Gosling. I couldn't Ryan think Gosling, of his name yeah, for a second. Yeah. Um, were are perfect. You know, in, in those roles. Yeah. So it's, um, they'll be talking about the Oscar nominations again. I mean, it's a bit crap because poor old Margot Robbie has not been nominated. And yet America Ferrara has been. Yeah. Um, I think Ryan Gosling has been as well. The song I'm Just Ken has been nominated. The film has yeah. been nominated for best film. It's just like, oh, Well, man. and the wow. thing is they so, kind of – the big um, uproar is that it's nominated for adapted screenplay and not original yeah. screenplay, which is a big – you know, causing mm. a big commotion. Weird. Um, yeah, and it is weird it. because, yes, it is based on an existing property, but this is not an adapted screenplay in any way. Mm. This is an original movie. Um, and so I think they're kind of getting the, the short end of the, <laughs> short end of the stick there. Um, yeah. it almost feels like they put it in a category where they think it will win and not in the category they think it won't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, True. Um, yeah. because I kind of felt not to go way off topic, but you know, looking at, um, all the awards that the bear won uh, a week or two ago, mm. um, they were all in the comedy um, category. Yeah. And the bear is anything but a comedy. So it almost feels like they threw it in that category so it would sweep right. all the awards there because they didn't think it would win in the main categories. I don't know. This is my conspiracy theory mind going. But um, <laughs> in no world is the bear a comedy. You yeah. Know? And so um, just like this it is not – in any world an adapted screenplay but but um, i think it correct me i mean john thompson can correct us it correct me on this one 
you you submit yourself to the category you want. They don't put you into a category. So I don't know. That's what yeah, I'm saying. You, but I, you I'm, do, yeah, you submit yeah. it. Yeah, that's why you get the for your consideration ads. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, yes, you do. And you pay through the nose right. to do it as so well. Maybe the, yeah, and so maybe they're submitting themselves to the category where they feel they have the better. Best shot to win. Best yeah. shot to win. Um, yeah, but who's yeah. but that's the studio doing that. That's not like the director, you know. So Greta Gerwig is getting shorted a bit because it's not in the original screenplay, you know, category. Right, but you, you win, know, you win. That's just Warner's, you know, trying to get what they can get out of it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, if you win, you win. So it's, anyways, not that yeah. any of that matters. <laughs> it's a great disc. <laughs> Go yeah. pick it up. <laughs> yeah, home theater wise, yes, yeah. absolutely. It's like, and like mm-hmm. you said, John, it's like it's it's not so. The sound is good because the music is really good. Your right. room will be it's, alive, and it's right. it's a lot of fun. But it's it's the imagery on the screen and the the vibrancy and like like you said, even going between the two worlds, even yeah. the real world version is looks really really nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't need Will Ferrell in 4K HDR, but you know, I don't need Will Ferrell in anything. But despite yeah. Will Ferrell, Ooh. I still enjoyed Ooh. this movie. Um, Ouch. So, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I, I am yeah. not a fan. Not a huge Will fan. No. Oh, I could take him in small bites. I'm not a. I'm not as big a fan in like no, no entire. Don't cannibalize movies. him, Deej. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Oh man, Anchorman. I mean, he he could retire on Anchorman for all I, you know, I'm happy with that. That film is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Yeah, um, no, it's a great, it's a great yeah. film. Did you find yourself, John, as I did, distracted in when when the house is Ken's house, looking at the uh, the screens? I found myself just looking at those and just thinking, how big oh. are those? Is that a projector? Is that OLED? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, how big is that? Because that looks huge. That's got, <laughs> I got really distracted with that first time around. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't, but um, I'll be looking next time. <laughs> there's definitely a lot to take in when you multiple viewings because there's a lot going on in the background. There's a lot of... There's a lot of props in there that mean stuff. Like there's like, um, I think I talked to you about the dollhouse and stuff, Steve. And it's like, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. legit stuff. It's outside the Barbie universe, but it's still toys that were around. Mm -hmm. And like, I, there's some dollhouse toys in there that I was like, my sister had that teacup set. And that's, and when I'm, when I say a teacup set, it's not like the teacup set, like the kids would play with and pretend it was like this tiny teacup set that went into a dining room in a dollhouse. It was on a tiny little table and that's it. Stuff like that is in the movie. It's just the detail in this is like Mm. from the props department is amazing. Um, For all I know, it's not even the props department. It could be CGI'd in there. You know, like all of that stuff, just mm. art, you know, you find it and be like, yeah, that's the teacup set. We'll throw that right in. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it, the 4K on this, the imagery is just amazing. So, yeah. Mm. All right. All right. What do we got next here? What do we? Uh, oh, Steve, this, this one's for you. This, this is a big one here. Um, let me see. Do we get it? There we go. Oh, right. yeah. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, the 1981 stone cold classic. That is never heard of Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. (laughs) (laughs) Is this Killian Murphy? Or (laughs) 
That's what Deed said. Deed said he'd never heard of it I've either. Never I, heard of I, it. Hang your heads like, in shame, gentlemen. The Stone your Cold Classic. We're like, never heard of it. <laughs> Only one of three of us have heard of. <laughs> what was just, just now come on, guys. You're not that much older than me. What were you doing with your youths that you didn't know. see this in 81 or thereabouts? When it came I was 11 in 81, yeah. Yeah, what's it rated? I was like eight. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, okay. So let me first get my thank you out of the way because earlier today, which is when I saw this, um, on Twitter, um, at JJ Huntsecker, who's one of my followers, who was a BBC or is a BBC producer, um, happened to put on, uh, on Twitter that Prime had this available to see in HD. Mm. Um, and this is a film that is, it was a TV movie. So this is the second film this week that is in 133 um, or 43 because in 1981, they weren't filming anything for TV in widescreen because right. why? Yeah. So, um, so it's in 133. Um, and it's a story about a, um, a, a, a mentally challenged adult called Bubba, who is uh, trained, as it were, for a, a crime he didn't commit, and a group of local idiots um, do him some harm. And uh, after that, these local idiots begin being bumped off one by one, um, and it is uh, it may or may not be um, the spirit of Bubba in the Scarecrow which is what they, they, they do him some harm while he is hiding in, that, that is coming back to off them one at a time. Um, and I, so I, now I've seen this film so many times, and I know I saw it very young and way too young because, as I said on Twitter earlier today, this film scared the living crap out of me when I was a kid. It really did unsettle me, this film. Um, and so I, and I, can't, I don't think it would have been in 81, because, like I said, I was I would have been what, uh, uh, yeah, young, um, and uh, I would have been eight or nine, right, in eighty one. So to, I don't, I wouldn't have seen it then, and I would have only seen it, you know, sometime later. So I, I, what I don't know is whether I saw it in New Zealand or here. So I don't know whether I was nine or ten or a bit older. I may have been a bit older, but boy, oh boy, oh boy, did this scare the crap out of me, and and it's still unsettling and creepy to this day. There are some shots in this that are freaky as anything with with Bubba kind of, um, and you recognize him because I think he was in LA Law. I, I can't think of the name of the actor, um, but there is a creepy shot of him in the scarecrow and you can see his eyes through this mask. I mean, you can see the mask there and you can mm. see his eyes through it and he's petrified. He's really scared and it is freaky as anything. Um, and, and to this day, as I say, when I see it, I get a sort of chill up my spine and I love this movie. It's cheesy as you like. You guys, if you do watch it, say it's on Prime here. Hopefully it is in the States. It's it's like 90 minutes, and that's including credits. So you're probably looking at about 85 minutes or thereabouts, right. and it is well worth seeing. And I had a great time watching it again today, albeit still mildly creeped out <laughs> all these years later. Um, so I, I love this movie. Again, it, like like My Bloody Valentine, like, you know, these kinds of very, very schlocky movies of that time, but they are great. And this one definitely has some some unsettling bits. So if you haven't seen it, give it a go. You know, you might want some special cookies first, John, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay. Yeah, because it is, it, it is of its time. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I love it. I really do. And, and, and so that's the film. Image quality, it's decent. And they've, you know, bearing in mind, this was a shoestring budget, um, for, made for TV made movie for TV. in 1981. And made it for still TV looks over decent. here in the States though? 
It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got, um, country of yeah, origin yeah. is United States. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, Release it's, it's, date, you know, October it's, it's, 21st, 1981. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, it, I mean, it's, it, it is absolutely a but shoestring budget. But Amazon have done a decent job of, of, of having it cleaned up and, and, and presenting it. Audio is, you know, is, is minimal. But, it, you know, you can hear it. It's, it's absolutely fine. Um, and so do you need to see it on a theatre? No. Do, should you? Yeah, of course you should. <laughs> Tell <laughs> them Steve sent you. <laughs> um, and just give it a give it a go and see what you think. I mean, Deeds, it's probably one for an October, you know, late at night in October with Jen, and just kind of when you're feeling in a silly mood, and just 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 go with yeah. it. And I think you'll enjoy it. I think you it's, will. I mean, it's only me that needs to see it this time of year. <laughs> right. Yeah. It says it was originally conceived as a theatrical film. It went directly to television instead, premiering on CBS just before Halloween in '81. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, like, for John and I, I don't think, like, so that came out on TV at 11 years old. I don't think our parents are like, yeah, sure, stay up and watch that. And then I don't know how much popularity it had over here after that, where where, where mm. would we have heard about it, right? It's It would have been the video store, yeah. but I don't remember anybody even talking about it. Right. But it traveled. I mean, I would have been either, well, in 81, I was in New Zealand. We came back to the UK in 84. Yeah. for a, so, so, you know, it, it, and I don't think I saw it in the UK because I would have been older. And so I, this one kind of, yeah, I might have been 10 or 11. <laughs> I can't believe that I would have been that age and seeing this one. No wonder it, it haunts my dreams to this right. day because <laughs> uh, it is creepy. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. But, but you know, it, it is a, it is one of my formative movie experiences, and I love the movie. So, uh, but, yeah, I'll be curious to see what All you right. guys make of it. But you you might well go, what a load of crap. <laughs> and if you do, I can't criticize you because it probably is if you're not watching it through my through my right. eyes. Um, right. But, you know, it, I, I, I do recommend You'll it. You'll have to remind me it. in uh, October. Oh, yeah, but you'll have your dance card filled up in October, Deej. Yeah. So. <laughs> <gonna> be... It's <laughs> not It's only 90 full. minutes, I suppose. It's always, yeah. <laughs> I always got 90 minutes here or there. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, it was yeah, actually Keith says, Keith, Keith says, yeah. and understand, he said it couldn't be that scary if it was made for TV. Um, yeah, yeah I, I get that. I mean, for an eight year old, yeah, well, it's the mask, it's the, it's the, the, it's the, and that shot through the, through the mask of his eyes, and he's looking yeah. petrified. It's in broad daylight as well. This is not at night, and it just looks so creepy. Um, that, that, that I think is, is kind of what does it for me, but yeah, give it a go. See what you think. And, uh, yeah. Keith, if it's crap, then don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, let's oh, see. Can yeah. I say Deej, right? This is another one of the cool things about this show. You invite me on and I just get to get very excited about movies. I've loved my whole life. Right. So thanks once again, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> no, that's what, and that's what's awesome. great. It's like you're bringing yeah. stuff like John and I had never heard of that. Never heard of it. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know and anything about it. You're excited about it. So you can't yeah. get much oh, more man. diverse than that. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the three have never heard of it. The other one's like, Oh my God, where are the Oscars? Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um, this next one here, uh, John and I both watched. So we're talking um, Blue Beetle uh, on – now, you have the disc, right, John? I have the disc, yes. Okay, so you have the disc, 4K, HDR, Dolby Atmos. 
I have the Kaleidoscape 4K HDR Dolby Atmos. And um, you saw this in the theater, John, so I'll let you go I first. Did. My only viewing of it was at home, and I've viewed it oh, okay. one and a half times now. Um, I started watching it when it came out. This came out back in October on Kaleidoscape, and I snuck in a good portion of it during our Halloween month. Okay. Um, so that's why I didn't really talk about it. And then I saw you had it, and so I watched it again. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I had seen this in the theaters, and this is another one of those movies, kind of like The Beekeeper, where I I said, you know, I enjoyed this in the theaters, but this is going to be great at home. Um, and um, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this and you were right. <laughs> yeah, and I was right. This disc is is great. Like, yeah. Regardless of what you think about the movie, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it just as much the second time. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I know it's another movie that way underperformed for, for DC and um, had a lot of people um, kind of panning it. But most people I talked to that actually saw it yeah. enjoyed it. You know, um, and yeah, I, I think the movie is what it is. I think it's a lot of fun. This is a character that is supposed to go forward in James Gunn's DCU. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there'll be a Blue Beetle 2, but we are definitely supposed to see, um, this character and, um, is, I'm, I'm going to butcher the name. I think it's Zolo Maraduena, I think is the actor. Um, we're going to see him again, uh, as this character. Um, th- there's a couple of bits of the movie that, are, are so corny that even I can't <laughs> justify them. Um, but overall, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, as far as the disc goes, this is just a solid disc. It's, it's a solid yeah. action movie. Um, again, visually, it's gorgeous. Like it, the yeah. suit looks great. It's colorful. The, it's, you know, again, the 4K is razor sharp. I think it, it looks awesome. Um, and this one has good, great sound. Um, I mean, there's, there's music that, that fires up. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a scene with some cool eighties music, um, that, that just rocks, you know, and it sounds awesome. Um, you know, it has all the, all the effects where you want them to be. Um, you know, as far as the Atmos goes, when there's explosions, when there's fights, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, and yeah, it's just a solid disc and a lot of fun. Um, I think you should pick it up. I think everybody should should see this. It's cheap now. You can get it. I think I paid eleven bucks for it. So um there's no reason not to get it, uh in my opinion. So Yeah. I think I think uh same thing. Uh, when I started watching this, it it just it, it was a little slow going for me at the beginning, but then it really picks up about the forty five, fifty minute mark. The movie really picks up home theater wise. The story picks up, um, the, you know, the whole family environment that they go after here, I thought really pulls at the heartstrings really, really well, uh, which helps you get more invested into the movie, the characters. And, but yeah, the home theater wise, it's, I mean, even just going by the movie poster and stuff and the, the bright colors and it, it, it really looked nice. I wouldn't, I liked, you know, Obviously, I watched both of these this week, but I thought Aquaman, the newest Aquaman, you know, uh, Fallen Kingdom, is that what the name was? Um, 
it that one there I would say is a better home theater experience than yeah. this. Yeah. But this one is really, really good. It just I felt like Aquaman, it just for some reason it would it just was it was bigger and grander. Three three times the budget too, maybe maybe. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um this wasn't a three hundred million dollar movie. So right. Um, um, but the CGI on this was really good. It was. It, it, same thing. It blended really well in the dark, you know, the dark scenes at, at night and you have him, you know, I, I remember some people like panning this and like, oh, you know, it's, he, he didn't want to be a, doesn't want to be a, a superhero and blah, blah, blah. And it's like some people were saying they thought that was fresh. And I'm like, most superheroes don't want to be this. That's the main story. They don't want to do it. People are all over the place with this. Um, I, I think, I don't know. Do you think John, that it's possible people are starting to think like if it's a comic book movie, it has to do crazy numbers where it's, there is a level of superhero fatigue, whether it's the MCU or just these in general. There is. And you know, DC movies tend to, you know, not be as acclaimed to do as well as the MCU movies. Um, but yeah, I mean, every movie is expected to turn a profit and make its money back. So, I mean, I think that's the, that's the bar, you know, was Blue Beetle was never going to be a billion dollar movie. No, but I don't think it had to be, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't think it did what they, I don't think it did what it needed to do either. It, you know, it, I don't think it made its money back. And so it's, um, I don't think it was deemed successful, but, um, but yeah, again, not every movie has to be end game and do, you know, $3 billion or whatever that thing is doing, you know? Um, and most of them won't, it's the rare, you know, (laughs) rare movie that hits that threshold. But I think blockbusters in general lately have not been, well, you know, we talked about this before with, Mission Impossible and some of the right. Indiana Jones, you know, there's fatigue in general, I think, in going to the theaters um, to see movies. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know why or what the solution to that is, but, um, you know, studios are not going to be able to continue to put out, you know, $300 million movies that lose money, <laughs> you know, right. um, and so well, – we're either we either need people to to go support these movies or we're not going to get them anymore. Right. Um, well, we if these will, things are we, made for maybe, streaming. If these things right. go made for streaming, they're not going to have those kind of budget. Now, this was a movie, interestingly, that was made for HBO Max. Like this movie was intended to be uh, an HBO Max original, and then James Gunn, when he took over, decided to put it in the theaters. Um, so I think hmm. if this thing. Um, you know, so the budget for this wasn't ever really what a theatrical <laughs> release was. Right. Be. But, um, but I think success, like for us, what we determine is successful is uh, this is a, a, this is a six successful home theater movie. I mean, it had, like you sure, said, for it me has it, is. it all. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, you've got great sound. You've got a great picture, very dynamic sound, very dynamic picture that as a home theater fan, if you just want to sit back and watch a fun movie in your home theater and watch things go boom and see bright color, you know, a great image on your screen to show off your display, this has it. 
And that, that to me is like when, when you and I were talking, John, back in 2018, that's why we wanted to start talking about this stuff. Because right. people are taking these comic book movies and they're trying to look at them like you look at like an Oppenheimer or a Casablanca or something. Right. And you're like, no, these are just meant to be fun. And let's just sit down and watch things go boom and have a good time. That's what comic books are. And there, there's an underlying story here that I really, really like. It resonated really well with me, the whole family thing ideal and everything but but that's what the you know and i and i think that could be what's hurting the theater going experience because it's getting so good at home even for people not listening to the show and just you know you've got your 75 inch television and a good sound bar and you're like what do i gotta go to the theater for they don't care anymore they're like i can get it that to them they're getting it at home anyways not like well, we and, are but and that's the thing and i could be wrong you know and feel free to correct me if i am but since covid i mean outside of barbie and oppenheimer there just hasn't been a movie that's performed in the theaters well maverick we have Ma- maverick, okay, maverick, was a maverick but you know juggernaut <laughs> for the most part people have accepted watching movies at home and right. become accustomed to that and are just happy to do that and happy to wait and watch them at home. And and the majority of them aren't going to buy physical media. They're just going to wait and they're just going to stream it. Right. You know. Um, so I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how to get, you know, people to go support these movies in the theater. And it's not, I guess it's not our job to figure that out either. Nope. But uh, my, my worry is that we're just not going to continue to get these movies. Because, you know, nobody can just continue to put things out to lose money. I don't care right. who you are. Disney Disney took such a beating last year on, on their movies. Uh, Warner Brothers took a beating. Oh, I mean, I guess Warner Brothers was fine because they had Disney. I mean, they had Barbie. But, um, you know, these studios can't just continue to fail at the theaters. And if people aren't going to go see these things, we're not going to get them. And so, uh, you know. Or we get them at less, I mean, you just get them less frequently. It's like, I think we, we've, we've peaked. Um, I read something, uh, today. I think it was on cord cutters about how, like, what they're actually producing now that is less. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, cause they were just, especially with COVID for stream, they were pumping out content left and right. And now they're getting more selective and what they're pumping out or what they're allowing to be produced because it's like, it's not a bottomless pit of money. So they need to be more selective in fact, Like, you know, it's, there was never a time where we had 10 or 12 giant blockbusters a year. It's like, that was very rare. And it's like, I mean, going back, even going back and looking at um, Endgame, right? Everybody knew Endgame was going to be a juggernaut. So much so that Wonder Woman was delayed. Right. So that we didn't, you know, so that it didn't have to run into it. And then it ended up getting delayed even further all the way. That was uh wonder woman 84, right? I think got right. delayed because of that. And then COVID hit. So it's like people <laughs> knew like these juggernauts existed and then they didn't want to go up against them so that people would, so that they could draw some eyeballs. But then you have something like a Barbie and Oppenheimer where they, I think they purposely went against each other because of that dynamic of you'd think that it was like certain people would see this one, certain people would see this one. And that was the point of both those movies. And now you have that whole weekend turned out to be like 
a statement of the culture, really. Right. Um, so I, I don't think it'll ever just go away. I just think it's the day of like 15 great movies playing at the multiplex is pretty much gone, right. you know, and that, but us for a home theater, I mean, they are still producing great content for our home theaters through streaming. We talk about it all the time. And when these things come out and we get them at home, we're like, this is fantastic. So right. I think we're good. I just think you're right. If you're a theater owner, I'd be a little bit nervous. Yeah. So Steve. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in terms of the movie, <laughs> I have seen it. I've now seen it. I, I've got the 4K disc. Um, and yet when I actually came to watch it, there were a couple of other people with me that didn't really want to see it in the theater room. So I ended up watching the stream in the fr- front room and I still haven't seen the 4K disc, even though I had it. Right. Oh. There was no persuading them on this particular occasion. Um, so I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, I like, there's lots of Spanish in it, which is very cool. And I like the fact that they don't always subtitle it either which is quite fun too. So there are whole exchanges between several characters where there are no subtitles. Um, And so I was translating for the two people that were watching it with me just so they knew what was going on. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're just supposed to infer like I did. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. So So I was just, you know, I was able to translate for them. Um, So, uh, yeah, no, it's good. It is fun. (laughs) It's, It's a throwback. I think it is yeah. a throwback to kind of some of the 90s movies, mm-hmm. not 90s effects, but 90s kind of origin movies and, and, and kind of how they were done. Um, but it, it is fun. It is fun for what it is. So, yeah, yep. that's good. Yeah. And I will watch it in the cinema room eventually. Yeah, and like I said, when you get to the disc, I think you'll you'll mm-hmm. enjoy the, the experience of it. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, and I can see why because it did look great even yeah. even on the stream. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we got next here? Oh, this one here. I was interested to talk to you, John, about this one. Me? Oh. Yeah. Um, this, this was yours. I didn't have this on my list. I know, but I thought I saw somewhere that but you I've had seen, seen it. it. I have seen oh, it. I just okay, didn't so, talk about it last week because I had enough stuff. Um, oh. So right. I didn't, add, so we're it. I just didn't about, add it to the list. Yeah, we're talking for, for the audio only people. We're talking about Lyft, uh, Netflix film. Uh, 4K, uh, Atmos. I had it in Atmos. Did you have it in Atmos? Yes. I'm not saying Atmos on the screen. Yeah, but I, I did. Um, yeah. I had, uh, Ara had texted me on, t- uh, Saturday and told me that he saw this and he said it was a lot of fun. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And then I watched it and somehow I saw that you had seen it. But it's then on I my, to- uh, letterbox. It's on my letterbox. Oh, that's, thing. yeah, that's yeah. where I saw it. Okay. Uh, but cause I couldn't find it in our show notes and I was like, oh, what the heck? Um, Home theater wise, definitely another great movie. Yeah, I, it was I wanted, great. absolutely. There was, there were scenes in this that I wanted to take a picture and sh- like, I, I'd love to put together a, um, like, uh, like this is how you do it type, type thing because the way they lit the characters and the, the lighting, you know, every, the way they shot it and the lighting and everything really lends to like a great, HDR experience through streaming because there's no, and we've talked about it many times before, but it's not like the dark, uh, not, not the dark night, the Batman where right. it's like, that's very, you know, <clears throat> very subtle gradations. This is everything shot very extreme, very extreme lighting on one side. And like, you know, it could be daytime outside wherever they are, but the, the way it's shot 
just lends it to being a very successful HDR experience. And throughout this movie, I thought the audio just as, I mean, it, it's Dolby Atmos compressed, of course, but it, it was a lot of fun. Um, I thought it was a fun movie. I thought yeah. it was like super predictable. Like all of these things are, it's, you know, it's like, oh, what's going on here? You know what's going on as it's happening. Because we've all seen movies like this in the past. And so you start drawing from it. And uh, John and I were joking before, and I won't say the part we were we were joking <laughs> about, but like the biggest sleight of hand now is like, <laughs> it's like. It, it's it, when it's, they, is when they don't have a twist. <laughs> right. And it's yeah. like, and we, we were talking about, it, we're like, cause sometimes that happens and you're like, oh, okay. And, but this one here, oh, it's the like, the guy you thought was the killer is actually the killer. Right. That's, that was, I didn't see that, that coming. Yeah. It was that want, Hugh Grant show. I don't remember. Yeah. Let's not give it away for anybody that hasn't seen the Hugh Grant show. From two but yeah, but that was ago. just it. Like John and I went through that and I was like, and, and you're trying to fit cause you, you read into all of those things and more shows are coming out like that. Or movies, I should say. But this one here is just straight away fun, good time, you know, sleight of hand supposedly going on here and there. But it, it I mean, home theater wise, definitely, you know, it, it's a lot of fun in your room. And I mean, it's Kevin Hart's so much fun. Yeah. He's just, I just love his character. He reminds me of a buddy of mine that I, every time he talks, I'm like, he sounds just like him. His attitude and everything is just like my buddy. So I felt like no pun intended because they show in a helicopter, but I felt like it flew by. Like I felt like this movie just went like it's an hour and 46 minutes. So it's not super long, but it's not right. I mean, it's not 85 minutes either. I mean, you know, yeah, but it just like flew by. Like it was so fun that it was over before I knew it. Like I was like, well, okay. Um, Yeah. I just felt like it was just fun from start to finish and like, ended (laughs) yeah yeah jen and i watched this on uh sunday morning we were like oh hey let's i go do you want to go down and watch lift with me ira said it was really good and you know we had nothing to do before we went out to dinner and i was like all right we went down and like you said she's like oh that was okay she wasn't blown away by it i liked the whole theater part there was some good overhead stuff going on of course you're in you know planes and stuff going but um but yeah yeah, a lot of uh, Vincent Vincent D'Onofrio, pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, he was in good. this. He's he's pretty good in this. Um, it's funny because Jen saw him. She goes, "Oh, I haven't seen him in a long time." I was like, "Oh, he was just in Echo." But she didn't. Yeah, and I finished Echo and then popped this on, and I was like, "Well, there's a contrast in character." <laughs> yeah, but he was still big. He was. Well, that's big, what Jen said. She but, goes, "He's yeah. a big man." I go, "Well, yeah, he's kind of in the middle of playing, uh, you know, Kingpin." Kingpin. So. <laughs> <laughs> Still was carrying some of that size, so yeah. Um, have you seen any of it? Have you seen anything about this, Steve? Uh, no, I was, I'd heard something about it, but I no, I haven't seen it. I must admit, I, I, it looks interesting. We're going to talk about. I mean, it's directed by F. Gary Gray. We're going to be talking about another one of his films in a minute. Hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I, it's one that I, I might catch at some point. Yeah. It looks good. I mean, I wonder whether this might have been a an unofficial sequel to the earlier film that we're going to talk about in a minute. Because it, it does have some be. similarities. Yeah, but I, I will. All right, let's. Uh, I say, I don't know what we're talking about. Talk, so. Well, there's been some talk about a sequel to it, you see, that, and, and F. Gary Gray, as much as, as recently as 2019, was talking about it. So yeah. that kind of has some similarities. <laughs> all right. So nice segue right there, Steve. So 
So Steve and I both watched this. Uh, Go ahead, Steve. Yes, so this is the remake uh, of The Italian Job, the 2003 version with Jason Statham again. Um, so there's all kinds of, uh, of uh, echoes this, uh, this week. Again, echo again. Um, all kinds of stuff going around. So, yeah, so this is the remake. Now, let me begin by making it perfectly clear to all of our English listeners, viewers, um, and, uh, and everyone else, this is not in any way, shape, or form a patch on the original. Okay, this cannot lick the boots of the original, just so we're clear. Okay. Because no. guys, you may not know. It's the only one I've ever original, seen, but yeah, I the, know the, the original is revered in the UK. It is a, it is a cultural touchstone in the UK, the Italian job, and it may not be criticized in any way, shape or form. So <clears throat> that having got out of the way, I mean, the secret service will come through the window and shoot me if I say anything bad about the <laughs> 1969 original, um, which I have on 4k as well. And I watched last year and really, really enjoyed it. Um, so this is the remake, uh, of that, um, very loose remake. Um, it has minis in it. There is some mention of Italy and Mark Wahlberg has the same name as the lead character in the other one. And there is also about two seconds of footage from the original film shown on a yeah. TV screen as well. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of it. Everything else is completely different. <coughs> um, the setup, the way it operates, the way, it, the way it's done is all different. Um, and this is only the second time I've seen it. The, uh, the, the first time I saw it, I think, was just after its release in cinemas. I don't think I actually saw it in the cinema. I think I saw it on DVD then, I mean, back in 2003. Um, but having seen that, I remember thinking, it's okay. You know, it was all right. Um, and, I mean, I mean it, it was panned over here, of course, because, again, in contrast to the original, it, no one was going to like it over here. Um, but so this is the second time seeing it, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was yeah. quite fun. It, it, it's inoffensive. It, 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 it knows what it is. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and it's good fun. Um, and zips by. It's a short film as well. It's only what, again, just over 90 minutes or so. It's not yeah. very long. Um, so it doesn't outstay its welcome. It's got some fun, practical car chases and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. And I'd, and I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Um, again, not a patch on the original. But it is good. Um, and so in terms of the home theater experience, so this was in 4K UHD disc. It's only come out here a couple of weeks ago. I think it's been out on disc in the US for quite a bit longer. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, so we got it. It's in DTS HD 5.1. Um, mm. and I had read a review that said it's not that great. Oh. I'd read a review that says the image quality is a bit hit and miss and the audio's Whoa. not great either. So I went in with quite low expectations. Um, and those expectations were, were met and very much exceeded because oh, I think this is yeah. quite decent. Yes. Um, and certainly not enough to kind of criticize the disc. I mean, okay, there are some soft shots. Yep. Sure. Um, but there is some really detailed stuff as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, and so, and some of the close ups look really, really nice. There is, you know, you can see skin pores. You can see, um, again, makeup on the actors. You can see detail in some of the shots on clothing. Um, and so video wise, it looks nice that the, 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 um, it's some nice natural colors, um, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I thought it looked good and it sounded great as well. It really nicely upmixed. You know, there's bits in at the beginning. I'll, I'll give it away, but there's, there's sort of underwater sequences where a boat goes overhead and you can actually hear the thing go right over the top of the screen, which is fun. But, um, 
So yeah, sorry, go on, Dave. No, I'm like that opening scene. It's like <clears> I wanted <throat> to say, like, this is demo worthy. That's how good the mm. sound is. This is put the disc mm. in and let it play for like it might be five, ten minutes because the music at the beginning is yes. so good that mm. you're just the the bass going back it's like boom going around over your head the way it's being up mixed and everything the the bass in the sound in the opening and it's not not i'm not don't get me wrong it's not deep like lucy bass like boom it's it's music bass where the clarity mm. in the music yeah if, just put the disc in the opening credits everything that's going on and listen to the music but then like steve said in that opening sequence where there's some underwater scenes steve did you know and this blew me away because i've seen this movie so many times i really enjoy this movie um, I've had this in my wish list on my Kaleidoscape. Just one of those things, like, you know, you watch so many things, like, when am I going to get to this on the Kaleidoscape? And when I saw you were watching it, I was out and I bought it and I was like, all right, Steve, watch it. I'm watching it. And I got it in time. <laughs> but that opening scene when they, so there's a score going on during this scene. All right. It's, I mean, it's, it's a robbery, whatever. It's spoilers. It's the opening scene of the Italian job. Guess what's going on? A robbery, right? So there's a score going on, but then there's some characters underwater. The score goes underwater. Did you notice that? It's like the sound of the score goes like the characters underwater are listening, like the score is playing above water and the characters are listening to that score underwater. It's amazing. And then later on, as the scene plays out, the score comes through the water towards the end of it. But listen to that. That blew me away. And then the rest of the movie, I was just like, this is, I, I, I never, I've never read that somebody said that this was, ah, it's okay, whatever. No, this is awesome. <laughs> I was in the 4K HDR. There's like some rooftop nighttime scenes, meetings, and the depth because the black in the shadows on the characters, but then the dark, dark blue night sky behind them, the, the, the difference in color just makes them leap off the page, like the page, the screen. I was just like, how I'm like, I can't believe I waited this long to watch this thing. This is, is a, and then the cars and the race scene, the, mm. the, the chases and the, there's different chases. There's an early one with, it's not a chase scene, your introduction to Charlize, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. which, which kind of blew my mind the entire movie. Her name's Charlize in real life, but then there's a character called Charlie and I kept thinking they were mm. referring to her. <laughs> but but her opening scene in the car is you're just like, that scene was cool, but then later on and like the, the, the minis and the, I mean, it is basically the a mini commercial by the end and not a pun well, at yes. all. Yeah. But it's, you know, kind of like uh, Twister was the mm. Dodge Ram commercial. This is a mini commercial. I mean, didn't um, they kind of have like a shortage of, of Mini Coopers after this movie came out? Yeah. So many people. Yeah. Mm. You couldn't even get one. Because right. Yeah. I mean, it's so a direct homage to the original. But yeah. You've got the three original Mini Coopers in it. I mean, if you guys haven't seen the original, by the way, and if you're yeah. interested in car chases, then that's one where they, they were all done for real and with three stunt drivers in these cars and the stuff they did in that's amazing. Um, so if you do, it is worth tracking that down, guys, and seeing that. Um, cause it is, I mean, it's a yeah. slice of, you know, cool Britannia, I think they were calling it. You know, it's in 60s 
you know, Austin Powers without Austin Powers. Um, and it's, it's very, very cool. It's the kind of stuff they were basing it on. Um, so I, I definitely recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this was good. This was good. And I, I would pick up this disc because it isn't expensive. It's quite cheap. Um, yeah. even now. So I, you know, I would pick it up and I'm sure it's even cheaper over there because it's been out longer. <clears throat> so yeah. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, I, I, I was, I didn't come in with low expectations. Um, kind of like, I don't think you had low, but they were lowered. Mm. I was just, I knew I loved it and I was blown away. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, I wasn't expecting it to be this good. I'm like, <coughs> uh, so Jordan, yeah, Jordan says in the chat, says, I like the remake to the Italian job. The original is still far superior though. And I'm not just saying this because I'm British. It is kind of, you you have to have it stamped in your passport. I love the Italian job. <laughs> you know, if you don't have that in your passport, then you just get arrested at customs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's good. All right. Um, this next one. Oh man. I've been dying to talk to, uh, um, kind of John about this, uh, because it led to in, in a weird way, uh, this isn't what I'm going to be talking about. I'll pull up what we're going to be talking about first. So we'll pull this up. Um, I can't wait for John to see it on his screen. Oh, do you see that buddy? <laughs> I do. Oh my God. So we're talking, uh, class. It's just blue. I have Titans. the Blu-ray. That's all. It's not on 4k, right? No. No, okay, this is, I have the Blu-ray of this. Yep. <clears throat> Blu-ray. No, not the Sam Worthington one. No. no. Clash of the Titans <laughs> from 1981. Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin. <laughs> uh, Burgess Meredith. Um, but this, uh, I'll get to this, but okay. what led me to this? It was, uh, okay, John, here you go. You ready for this? I, I think don't think so. you are. I don't know what it is. So I think so. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so last week I watched, this is what I watched first, Conan the Barbarian. And we, we have a lot to get to this week. So I'm not, I'm saving this review because it's coming out in 4K. But I will say, um, and I couldn't wait to talk to you about this, John, but we'll talk about it later in the month when it comes out in 4K. Um I had a lot of fun with it, Conan the Barber. It's like, we don't have the best history with this movie, you and I. But no, but I know why it, that made you watch Clash of the Titans. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk more about Conan the Barbarian in a later episode when I get the 4K version. But yes, Clash of the Titans, uh, Harry Hamlin, Burgess Meredith, and all that. I mean, it was so much fun. And I... I it, this was another one we watched on Sunday, and I said to Jen, "I go, you want to go down? Do you do you like Clash of the Titans?" She's like, "I love Clash of the Titans." I was like, "All right." I'd already watched like a half hour of it. I go, "It's a little rough, the the grain and everything, and it's yeah. but it is so much fun." And this is in DTS Master Audio Stereo. Okay, mm-hmm. here's a homework for everybody. Get this. Get the stereo, upmix it, then put everything to rest that I need Atmos. I need DTSX because this in my theater, there were scenes that stuff went overhead. This is DTS Master Audio 2.0. And it was an amazing 
surround sound experience because it was mixed properly. It has a good stereo mix and that's all you need. And our systems will up convert this to a great, like there was, there were times like things were going on around us and Jen and I were like, Oh my God, like, um, mechanical birds flapping yeah. <laughs> in the rear of the room. The yep, exactly. Yeah. Spoilers, Steve. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. joking. A movie from 1981. <laughs> yeah. But there was, they were quiet scenes. 43 with years no, old. <laughs> yeah. There were, it was the 2.0 on this is absolutely amazing because the pans across the front are perfect. Why? Because it's 2.0. They wanted something on the left side. It stayed on the left side, right? It was like, and then the dialogue between the characters, like say when the gods were talking, and a god was on the left of the screen and a god's on the right of the screen, it was like perfectly placed because our systems are up converting this 2.0 using the entire room, all the speakers in my room. It sounded awesome. Really? The picture, the picture was good at times, really good at sometimes. But then there were times when you're like, I, I mean, it was like looking at a bowl of Rice Krispies. It was so yeah. chunky. <laughs> it was like, well, I haven't seen this in a while, but the last time I watched it, the scene with uh, Calibos in the whip was a little cringy. <laughs> it was kind of like... The whip and, the, and uh, Pegasus? Yeah, it was a little Ray Harryhausen with the stop motion Jason of the Argonauts kind yeah. of stuff. But, but yeah, I love this movie. Um, it, it's from 81. And yeah. the stop motion that they were, cause they're doing stuff. I want this. I didn't think I wanted, I was going to say this, but I do want this to get like a 4K restoration. Cause I think there were some really nice scenes, especially of the gods. There was some nice landscape shots that you're like, Ooh, those could really benefit. Some of the really grainy scenes could use some cleaning up, but the stop motion stuff that they did, it looked, I mean, for 1981, it looked really good. I mean, it's not. Today, it's not to today's standards by any stretch of the imagination. Leave your today brain at the door. And like in 81, this was good. Like the opening scene of the bird flying, right? Because you're following a bird through the mountains and everything. And it's, you're supposed to be watching this bird. And it's like a seagull that's right. going through the mountains. I don't think seagulls go that far into the mountains. But it was disappearing, <laughs> On the screen, like parts of it, like you could see through it because they, all they were doing was like, you know, superimposing it, yeah. it and it, it just didn't work. So you're, you're laughing off the bat right away. Um, I think this was in 185, if I'm not, uh, I, I can't remember if it was 185 or 178, but it was like, it was so much fun. But that audio, the 2.0 up mixed in your room, that's the stuff I'm talking about. We don't, you don't need Atmos because our systems are so good. If we get Atmos, it's great. Don't get me wrong. But this was absolute. I can't remember what the scene was in particular that something went like right up and over us. And we were like, oh my God, like it went right over us into the back of the room. And I, I looked at Jen and I was like, that's 2.0. That was, it was amazing. So, all right. That's homework for everybody. There you go. Well, I've got it. I guess I just need to watch it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And up mix. But I know, uh, Steve, you got to get going. So we'll get to your uh, last one. Yeah. Sorry. This is your highlight for the week. So I wanted to make sure we got to this for you. So 
Okay, let me uh, pull that up for you. Here we go. Okay, so this is the Chainsaw Man um, on uh, 1080p Blu-ray in DTS HD 5.1 Master Audio. Um, yeah, uh, just just bananas. This is something that I uh, bought as a blind buy because somewhere, and I don't know where, I don't know whether it was online or whether it was a, something in a magazine or whatever, I saw pretty much that picture that you see there. Um, and having seen that picture, I thought this is something for me. Um, and I'm not, not the greatest of, of anime fans. I don't, I, I don't normally gravitate towards it. I quite like the remakes of it, but I don't really sort of gravitate towards anime. Um, but this I thought was just too good to pass up. So I bought it, and it's a 12-episode series um, across two discs. Um, I have reached episode eight now. Um, I've been watching it all week, um, and it's an absolute riot. And it's everything that someone called, that a series called Chainsaw Man that you think it would be. It is, and then some. <clears throat> and, it, and it's the story of of a uh, a young teenager called uh, Denshi, who is um, he th- in this world. Every, there are devils, okay, and the devils are basically Pokemon, right? This is an adult Pokemon, so the devils are Pokemon. And lots of people have got them. Some people work with them. Others, they're they're sort of they're they're, they're villains. Um, and Denshi has a chainsaw devil, and for various reasons that I won't go into, um, Denshi is ro- given the power of being able to turn into Chainsaw Man when he wishes to. And as you can see there, um, those that are that are listening to this, I do recommend you looking at the picture of this because it is just bonkers. Yeah. Um, he's got the head of a chainsaw, two arms that are chainsaws, um, and uh, he does various um, uh, deeds, Chains theoretically are. for good. Yeah, he basically just kills fools. <laughs> I mean, because they're dripping um, and, in blood. So, <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is if it is Pokemon, it's adult Pokemon. Right. I mean, you know, there, there are devils in this that get sliced and diced and chopped and and eviscerated and everything else. Um, and and because it is anime, it is very Japanese. Um, you know, it, it it it's just a lot of fun and it's bonkers. It's barking mad, but great fun. And I and I have honestly I could have I I've had to make myself watch some other stuff this week otherwise I would have ended up just talking Chainsaw Man for the whole show it's great um, and so yeah so it's a very fun story absolutely crackers I definitely recommend it if you get a chance just to to pick it up it won't be expensive I don't think because it didn't cost a lot here I think it's um, on Amazon in terms of audio, here okay well I, I think yeah, I'm reading then, that it's on Amazon Prime, here Prime as in or Amazon yeah. as in disc. Uh, Amazon Prime Video. Oh. I'm, I'm, okay. I think right. that's what they're saying. I'm on uh, IMDb right now, and it's okay. saying well, it was you can a rent a TVMA. It's like a you know, well, yeah. so it's obviously a series. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. It, and, and you know, as I said, it, it is crazy. And then she is a young teenager who basically wants to live long enough not to right wrongs and to be Chainsaw Man. He wants to live long enough to get with a girl. Yeah. And that's all he really spends his entire life thinking about is that. Is, am I going to live long enough to do that? Um, and occasionally becomes Chainsaw Man. Um, so it's it's bonkers. It's great fun. 
in terms of audio video, video is really nice because again, it's, it's anime. So you get the 2D on 3D yeah. backgrounds. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a modern show. So it looks really nice. Um, and, and, and it all kind of, you know, it seamlessly is dubbed into English. The, the acting is really good. So there's no problem with any of that. Um, and the audio is decent. It's not earth shattering. It is a animated cartoon end of the day. So it's not going to completely rearrange your room, but it does have some nice surround stuff. It's got some good music in it, um, which rather amusingly, the music is in Japanese. And then you get the subtitles of what the music is, what they are singing. And it's bonkers in and of itself. <laughs> um, so it's worth, worth it for that too. So yeah, I had a great time with this. I'm really enjoying the series. Um, and I'm glad I've got it. And so yeah, yeah it says I mean, there's two seasons. Did you get both seasons? Well, there's only one. I don't. I don't think the second one's out yet. I think that's coming. Um, I think so, anyway. Um, but I'll be picking up the second season based on this. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's absolutely bonkers, but in a way that that, that it's supposed to be. Um, and as I say, there's some proper violence in this. Things get sliced and diced. Proper, they really do. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, proper. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> um, so yeah, it's great. And one memorable fight that apparently lasts for three days. Um, nice. and there's a, the, and the, the cinematography on it's really good that, you know, the action scenes are, are really well done. Um, again, bearing in mind, it's a teenager with the head of a chainsaw and two chainsaws for arms, but it, you know, it Tough really to is get a good. girlfriend, so, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he is a cut above the rest. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I definitely recommend this. I've really enjoyed this this week. Um, and, and as I said, I could have just happily just talked this, but I've managed to make myself watch some other stuff, but you'll notice that this week, all the stuff I've watched has been short because yeah. I didn't want to take a lot of time up out of it to watch like, cause I want to see this. So I've only watched short movies this week. <laughs> yeah. So 12 episodes, uh, 25 yeah. minutes each. And uh, yeah. I guess, yes, season two is coming, but this one was, yeah. oh. it was out in uh, October of 22 and then ended in January of 23. Um, yeah, but I think they're saying it, it's playing on Amazon, but I couldn't confirm that. So. Yeah. Well, um, if it, if it is in the US, then, then yeah, yeah you, you can watch with the first episode will tell you whether you like it or not. Right. But I, I think you'll enjoy it. It's not, it is not Blue Eyed Samurai. It's not that. <laughs> no. But it is <laughs> okay. a lot of fun. It <laughs> is a lot of fun. And I, and I, I think if you can go with it, then I think you'll, you'll get a lot out of it. Cool. 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 Yeah. I know, John, you're interested. In it yeah. Sure. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Especially after I saw that picture. Mm. <laughs> that looks like something you would have drawn when we were in high school. Yeah, that that right there gets me gets me all riled up. So yeah, but wouldn't that have got you sent to the like, principal? At, uh, if yeah, you're that at high school. Yeah, <laughs> calling my gonna, parents. Uh, yeah, yeah. got some disturbing images here. Yeah, it's going to be really popular someday. <laughs> With who? With who? I don't know, but somebody. This guy in England is a few years younger than me. Yeah. Or <laughs> Spain or wherever the hell he's living right now. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Yeah, we cooked through that show. Yeah. That was good. We're, we're a minute over already on Steve. Steve's got a, he's got a long day. <laughs> tomorrow so thank you very oh, yeah. much uh everybody thank you for listening watching participating in the chat um we had some great comments going on in the chat at the end there that we couldn't get to because we had to we had to speed things up a bit sorry about that um but yeah we'll be back next week look for the look for the breakdown to episode broken down episodes on youtube uh live uh live on tuesdays uh audio only podcasts comes out on tuesdays the takeover tuesday episodes um next week will be just uh that's me wrapping up 
So the next Tuesday will be me wrapping up the month of January and the comments that I got in the, from, uh, you know, emails and YouTube and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, email us at, you know, email me DJ at brightsidehometheater.com and, uh, we'll, we'll get you on the show. We'll do takeover Tuesdays. I got a few lined up, uh, a few guests already lined up having fun with that. Um, anything else guys? Oh, thank you to all the Patreon supporters. I know I haven't gotten to you yet, but as you can see, I've been busy working behind the scenes trying to, as John said last year, DJ's always revamping everything anyways. Um, so, uh, but we will get to another zoom call on that on, uh, on Patreon. Uh, and, um, next, next week, uh, we got to come up with a charity for January. Um, I did do one. I told everybody in December, uh, maybe I told you guys, I don't think we even talked about that. Uh, we did donate to a family in December, for Christmas. Um, and maybe we'll talk, one of you guys can remind me that, but we'll do a charity next week too. So we make sure we, uh, give away all the money everybody's giving us. So thank you very much. <laughs> Look, there goes John's eyes. John's like, mm, can't, can't teach this kid anything. So not all the money. <clears throat> all right. Thank you everybody. Have a great week. Um, and, uh, you know what you gotta do. Go push play. What he said. This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.